Welcome to The Scoop, the Southern California Underground Utility Partnership, where we talk about everything utilities with industry pros. Hear from the experts about breaking into the industry, learn from their experiences, and get the inside scoop. I'm your host, Ruben Murillo. What's the scoop? Good morning. Today we have Kim Negrete coming from Temesco Valley Water District. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Great. Hopefully traffic wasn't too bad coming down. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're about 10, 15 miles away from us, no, more north. Yeah. Of 15. It took about 30 minutes. I came from my parents. Oh, okay. Well, cool. I'm glad you can make it. So let's get right into this, Kim. What's the scoop? Tell us what a field customer service distribution operator is and the duties you perform. I'm more on the customer service side, so I take care of all the work orders, customer complaints, anything from pressure issues, leaks meters and sampling okay and so do you guys do after hour calls or like daily calls do you participate in any of that i do we um are on call on a two week at a time oh okay starting from the beginning of the week or do you guys split or is it like you know from wednesday to we start friday night okay until two weeks on a monday so you guys run 24 hours or like when you guys are back on your regular shift does somebody else take call or is it you no it goes to the office then it will eventually come to us oh so it gets dispatched out to yeah. you so when you're it's on only that just call, for it's after the... hours oh okay i got you so during the day do you guys have somebody else that'll take calls uh for your daily calls or you know customer complaints or anything else no those come to the office and oh, then okay. it creates a work order for me oh okay so i see just after hours it goes to whoever's on call oh i see okay so Kim, do you have or have you had to obtain any certification, degree or licensing before entering the field? I didn't. I actually had no certifications and no experience before yeah. I came. Oh, okay. Well, cool. And then how about now? Is there anything that since like it was that uh, that you had to obtain or anything that you worked on? Yeah, when I got hired, um, I was under, in my contract, I had to get a certain certification hmm. within a certain amount of time. And I was able to do that within the year, I believe. Okay, nice. What, so what certification was that that they required or that you had to Well, I obtain? was an operator in training and then I got uh, my distribution one. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that's with the State Water Resource Control Board? Yes. All right, nice. So Kim, how'd you get into the industry and, and, and how long have you been in the industry? I got into the industry, I think it was around like Thanksgiving and my brother-in-law said his company was hiring. Mm. And as a joke, he was like, well, I took it as a joke. Yeah. He's like, you should apply, you know, this is a great company, you know, you'll be set for life in this kind of industry. Yeah. Didn't think about it. I just was like, okay, you know, I'll try it. And nine years later, I'm still working here. Nice. Very cool. So what were you doing before you got in the industry then? I so. was a waitress. Oh, okay. Yeah, for 10 years. Yeah. So. so you've been at, is Temesco Valley Water District the only place like uh, in this industry that you've been in? Yes. This is your first yes. spot? Okay. Now, Kim, as a woman in the industry, how would you describe being in a position that is predominantly run by males? Or has there been any pushback? And if so, how would you overcome it? Um, I feel very lucky to be in the position I am. Um, like I said, I didn't have any experience. They definitely took a chance with me. Yeah. There hasn't been really pushback. I'm not so much of a girly girl. Yeah. So it, I transitioned really well into this physical industry. Yeah. It's been fairly simple. The only pushback I would say, or like a negative, maybe being a girl, somebody wouldn't listen to my opinion as much but i also get the other side of it where somebody 
overly compensated. Like, yeah, I have customers that are like, you know, good for you. I can't believe you're doing this. You know, it's very nice to see a woman out there doing something like this. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. I know my first uh, interaction, first time I've ever uh, talked to you, you know, I, it caught me off guard and not in a bad way. Again, you just not what you're always expect to hear on the other line when you get a call from somebody, you know, from, from another uh, agency. And again, but again, yeah, always pleasant. And uh, again, really good working with you. And, uh, you know, I think it's awesome too, you know, stepping into something that is, you know, maybe out of your comfort zone and giving it a try and doing it well enough to where people, people don't see, you know, that, the, the, oh, yeah, the gender that aspect. And just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Just that you know what you're doing and it, you know, that's really good. It says right. a lot about you and your character. So that's cool. So what are some challenges you encountered in this career path and how have you overcome those? Um, challenges, I would say definitely balancing my home life with work life. You can't really unplug from this industry yeah. unless you're on vacation. Yeah. Um, being on call. Yeah. And then customers have my cell phone number. So I definitely get, you know, customers call me all the time, you know, just for little things. And I have no problem with it. If I can help them, you know, I will. But it's definitely all the time, you know, even on your days off, you get calls. Yeah, for sure. And I think, too, and it it shows if you if you really like what you do, like it's a labor of love. Like, you know, it's hard for you to hang it up. I'm that same way, too. You know, um, you know, my personal phone is my work phone. My work phone is my personal phone, all the same. And everybody knows that they can always get a hold of me any time of day, any time of night. So, yeah. And like you said, I think, you know, we we sometimes forget it. And I know it's my significant other. My wife will see, you know, sometimes when that phone goes off, she'll roll eyes but she understands and she knows right. <laughs> where i've at i've been here 15 years and like i said she knows she doesn't challenge it or question it because she knows that i'm really in tuned and I, I like what i do so again it sounds like yeah. you know same thing and sometimes know. it's just easier yeah. just to get on the phone and just say talk them through it oh, you yep. know i'll tell you exactly where it is just yeah. go you know yeah. it's, it's easier so Temesco Valley Water District, how many customers does it serve and where is their service area limits? Your guys' coverage, where does it start and where does it begin? We're just under 6,000 customers, um, but we're growing rapidly. We're located in Temesco Valley from Wyrick to Indian Truck Trail. And so you guys are all, you that parallel the 15 freeway, majority of your guys' customers are all here. Right, just that. in that little nook. Valley, yeah. but we're completely intermingled with you and Corona. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we get those all the time. Where it's like, whose is it? Who yeah. done it? Yeah. Do you do you happen to know? And again, like you mentioned, Temesco Valley, and uh, just in general, I mean, it's super progressive, and there there there's a whole lot of uh, building and development going on out there. Do you guys know about approximately like how much you guys are built out, or like what you guys the capacity is, or what you guys have? You know? No, I don't know how much more we can fit. I know our biggest project right now is Terramore, and yeah. they're about 60%, I would say, built out. Okay. Yeah, so I'm always surprised when, there. yeah, I'm always surprised when I drive down that part of the 15 freeway, how many houses you see go back on that hillside, yeah. you know? Like forever you pass by there and you'd never think to imagine. <laughs> on that area. On that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that area. And I mean, it's so nice and it looks, you know, really, really cool, you know, that pushing back on that side of the hill, but I'm always, you know, amazed when I drive by there. Um, what does the average week look like for you? Depending on the week of the month, Mondays usually I do all my sampling for the district. 
potable samples and I take residuals and I'll go down in the morning and get like work orders and stuff and then I plan my day on what I have to do which is really cool is where I work we don't have uh, we work at our own pace yeah so depending on what kind of work orders come in I can just adjust my schedule to fit that so what are some of the biggest challenges like on a weekly basis some of the things that you know that um, maybe your higher priority some that you do it would probably be the same thing managing my workload if sometimes things come up somebody hit a hydrant then Mm. now you have to stop what you're doing and go you know attend to that or if a you know line breaks or you know anything yeah we definitely give those obviously first priority and then your normal maintenance gets put on hold and then for for stuff like that like you mentioned your uh you know fire hydrants uh damaged and maybe leaks that you guys have like mean leaks do you guys do all that stuff internally or you guys contract a lot of that stuff we are so small we contract a lot of the work out just depending on what it is yeah but the majority of stuff gets contracted out and do you guys do some of the maintenance there like maybe on your air vacs and maybe some of the fire hydrants right if it's something because because we're limited we yeah. only had two operators out on the field now we have three just depending on how long it would take them to repair something yeah it just depends oh, okay so if yeah. it's easier just to hire a contractor that way we can do all our normal maintenance mm-hmm. then we do that versus having one crew with two guys take you know half the day to do one thing or you know yeah. it just depends on what it is yeah but anything really big we contract out hopefully my guys aren't listening to that too because <laughs> we do a lot of our stuff in-house you right know? i know and yeah they well, you guys have huge crews. Yeah, yeah. And the guys are always going like, you know, depending on how deep it is and what it looks like, you know, everybody would like to, you know, pick and choose what they're doing. And they're going, we can't get a contractor for this. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely not. Get out there. <laughs> so what skills are most crucial to becoming successful in this career path and the career path that you've chosen? I would say being able to adapt and learn along the way it's just such a changing industry always new new sampling that you have to do um, new rules and regulations that you have to keep Mm -hmm. up with and i would say being self-driven yeah (laughs) you want to actually learn more and adapt yeah definitely yeah definitely not a place to just come and and veg out right i mean there's so much opportunity and you know so that these places i always think it's gotta you gotta have somebody highly motivated you know to come here you know because again you know um some of the responsibilities that operators have you know you know takes you or that individual to to be proactive to take care of it you know or to make sure you're you know everything's being taken care of and correctly yeah kim is there a project or task that has been assigned to you that you are most proud of um, I would say when I took over sampling for the district, I definitely kind of made it my own. I was able to change around some of the site stations. Um, we're in the process right now of changing how we sample. Um, they're more stationary sampling instead of just a quick connect. I'm proud of my track record when it comes to taking a good sample. Yeah. And I'm very efficient. That's cool. So. Good. Uh, what is something everybody in the industry should stop or start doing? Don't treat other operators like competition. Gotcha. Because we all work in this industry together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same as you. you yeah. Know, kind yeah. of thing. For sure. Yeah, that's funny. You 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 know you hear that with some of the guys, and I think some of them truly mean it. You know where they're going. You know it's 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 not a competition. You know we're you know we're every, on the same know, team. Exactly. You know. So anything somebody else can do better than you is only going to make us stronger as a team. So. Correct. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. It's good. Anything that you like to share you can share that uh, Temesco Valley is doing that is innovative or progressive? Um, I would say as we continue this drought, Mm -hmm. you know, on and off 
kind of thing. Um, we definitely are um, making the reclaim water. We use ag water. We're trying to get away from potable usage when it comes to irrigation. So um, I'm really happy at the steps we've taken to grow our um, non-potable usage. Yeah, very cool. And get away from, you know, yeah. potable water on irrigation. Yep. Yeah. And I think across the board, you know, all, uh, you know, districts should be working really hard on, on that. Especially, right. Absolutely. You know, with the message, if it's you know, possible. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, so what is the biggest challenge that the industry you think is facing today? Um, it would be the, like I said, the ongoing drought. Yeah. Not being able to have as many resources as capturing the stormwater, mm-hmm. and it's just so expensive to treat that mm-hmm. or, you know, um, having storage for that. Do you feel that you are making a difference or an impact at your job or with your job? Um, I do. I When I was originally hired, they had thought it'd be a good idea to hire a girl or a woman because I'd be able to explain things to the office better. And I really have. I take my time and show them what a meter does. Um, I show them a regulator, what our setters look like, um, valves. You know, I want to show them so that they are able to explain to a customer a little bit better, make it easier for everybody, you know. Um, And they really, you know, I've taken the girls out in the field a few times to show them exactly these are the issues when customer calls about a certain leak this is what it looks like or this is what we fix this is what we don't fix this is considered their side you know yeah it's so much easier when they get to see versus us just telling them what it is yeah um i take a lot of pictures for them so i can show them yeah um it's actually helped and not that somebody else wouldn't make that effort to do that but it's just so much easier for me yeah you know just to to do it it's not a don't think twice about it just Mm -hmm. give that little extra yeah. No, it's funny you say that. So recently we just, um, one of my my leads was on his goal, a goal, one of his goals this year. And, you know, because we have our operations team and they, I mean, they're stellar. They're, they're awesome. You know, but we get a lot of customer calls. I mean, we're, we've, we're pretty yes. wide, uh-huh. you know, um, our coverage area. So we get a lot of calls from customers, especially like turning off for repairs and stuff like that. So a lot of times our operate, our dispatch staff, they do their best to explain over the phone. Right. And, you know, for the longest time, you know, we've had these leaflets or the door hangers that that's got a picture and it shows. Um, And, you know, they're trying to explain that off of that door hanger. And a lot of times, you know, they they haven't seen even their own what's inside their meter box. Or or where it's at. Exactly. (laughs) And they're trying to understand the customer right over the phone. So what he did is he created this video. It's pretty cool. So and it shows him, you know, walking them through and shutting it off and turning it on. And we've been able to share that with our staff inside that, you know, deal with the customers that are calling in and stuff like that, too. So it's 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 pretty cool because I think it has helped a lot, you know, explaining when when they're telling them what they're looking for, where it's at and how we're shutting that, that off and stuff. So, Kim, what are your career aspirations? I would say, obviously, you always want to get more certs. Yeah. You know, you you want to get as many as you can. Um, but just to gain any knowledge possible. I don't think any knowledge that you acquire isn't going to be used somewhere. Yeah. And just be open for learning from anybody. Yeah. You know. Of course. So what's the best advice you have for someone looking to get into the career, into this career or into the industry? I would say definitely study as much as possible. Try to get, like I said, as much knowledge and uh, just be good at what you do. You know, I think that your work ethic or how you work or when you show up to work, Mm -hmm. it speaks a lot. Yeah. So other people see it. Whether you think that they're not looking, mm-hmm. other people see it. Whether it's contractors or a neighboring, you know, water district, people notice that. Yeah, so for sure. Well, very cool. So, Kim, that concludes our session of what's the scoop. 
Uh, this next piece is called the inside scoop. Now, these questions are a little bit more laid back and relaxed and kind of get a little more uh, a personal look in the Kim Negrete. <laughs> so here we go. What is one of the best things you look forward to hearing at work? I'm not on call. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. How about what is one of your least favorite things you don't look forward to hearing? I'm on call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that almost went without saying hi. I should have known, yeah. What is your biggest pet peeve, if you have any? Um, I do. We talked about this earlier. If somebody borrows something mm-hmm. from my truck, a tool or anything, yeah. and they don't put it back. Oh, and it's yeah. usually when I'm at a customer's house and yeah. I go to grab it and it's not there. And I'm looking through my truck and I'm like, where is it? Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. So, something not being put back is yeah. just like, uh, especially when it, it looks like I did it. You know, that's yeah. a pet peeve for sure. So how about this? What's your most important tool that you have in your toolbox or your arsenal that you couldn't do your job without? What's the one thing? I have gotten so used to our meter wrenches mm-hmm. because they're they're completely measured and fixed for our meters uh-huh. that when I have to use just a pipe wrench or, <laughs> you know, channel locks or anything else, yeah. It just takes me that much longer. So yeah. th- I'm so spoiled with the tools that I do have. Yeah, They're yeah. very perfect for what I do, yeah. you know? I hear you. That's cool. And it's funny because I I always try to remember, like, when people ask, you know, for our department, we've got a lot of tools and we've got a lot of cool equipment that, that we have and we've purchased over the years. So I always have to remember to let go. It's our stuff. So when people right. say, can I, Ruben, can we use this? And I always have to go take that deep breath and say, sure, you know? <laughs> And, you know, I don't want to be that guy that goes, yeah, but bring it back clean and bring it back all together. So oh. I have to let that go. That's right. for me. I've had to just go, sure, yeah. you know, here's the keys. Knock yourself out. Right. But again, yeah, it's it's so funny. But but we do. We, you know, we are one big team and we it's our equipment. And I, you right. know, that's something that when I was in the field, I did really it always I'd always be bothered by. It, but I've had to let that go over time. Just be like, sure. You know, and you just got to hope that it's going to come back all I'm together. I'm still in the way that. I'm still in that learning yeah. of letting <laughs> yeah. it go. <laughs> yeah, it's know? been just, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a daily ritual that is necessary for you to begin your day? My morning coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's not so much a ritual, but I'll just have my morning coffee, go get my work orders for the day so that I know what I have to plan, you know, yeah. to see what I got going on first. There you go. So no song or nothing like that? No. no Van Halen song to get you going? or. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So when you're having a bad day, what is one thing you do to make it better? If I'm having a bad day, I kind of just go off by myself, put on my music and just go clean a station. I'd rather just be alone. I'm normally very positive all the time. So if I'm not having a good day, I'm just quiet. So I'd rather not because people will notice when I'm quiet right away. Yeah. So I just go be by myself. So what's an accomplishment that you're most proud of? Um, I would say anytime I get a new certification, if the tests were so easy, you know, I would have so many certs. Sometimes they're not so easy. So I definitely am proud of myself when I get a new certification. So Kim, what personality trait that you possess has gotten you in the most trouble? I would say caring too much. Definitely with customers sometimes, I have a very hard time on drawing the line. Mm-hmm. I want to help them more, you yeah. know, 
I almost want to be like, call a plumber for them or, you know, this, it's a very simple fix. All you have to do is this, you know, it's very hard for me just to be like, I can't help you this, you know, we have, that's it. This isn't our side. You need to take care of it. Call a plumber. It's very hard for me, you know, to like just cut and dry with customers sometimes, but that would be the only thing. And just caring too much. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's just, it doesn't end. You know, I want to just help them as much as I can. Yeah. No, I get it. Our guys, we, I deal with the same guys here. They call me, they're all Ruben, but it's just, it's just right here. I'm like, I know. It'd be so easy for us just to fix. Exactly. So yeah, I understand. So as a child, what did you wish to become as an adult? Like every little girl, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I love animals. So I definitely, I went to vet school. Oh, wow. (laughs) It just wasn't, wasn't my thing. It wasn't for me. Yeah. I was in it thinking it's going to be helping animals all the time. And it's, you know, I give dogs kisses all day and it's not, it's like sick, injured animals coming in and euthanizing. Yeah. And not what I wanted to do. Weighs heavy on you. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good that you found out sooner than later. Yes, before I put too much money into my Uh schooling. Yeah. What has been your least favorite job to date, if you can share? Of being a waitress. (laughs) It's people are so picky, especially with their food. Yeah. It is so, it was so much, like a lot. I still have nightmares, (laughs) (laughs) you know? It's definitely, that was the hardest. Yeah, you know, I think only one time in my life I had to, or I I worked at a a restaurant, uh, a pizza place for like two weeks, and I think that was all I could handle. Yeah. I was like, yeah, there's no way, you know, the way that people- It's very fast paced though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but the the way that people think they can talk to you regarding a pizza or a pizza <laughs> you're going whoa yes. yeah there's no way i i'm going yeah i can't do this so i two weeks tops and that was it i've never <laughs> yeah. went back to restaurant again i was in high school i think when i did that but um who's been your most favorite or best mentor throughout your career when i was hired it was my superintendent at the time i'm very close to him still he's like a second dad to me he definitely took the time to teach me everything i knew you know everything i know um he was very hands-on uh, explained things to me so that I can understand them he just was very he just took the time he just took the time to teach me things yeah you know yeah and again another person probably just really loves what they do yes and yeah. he absolutely loves mm-hmm. everything and that was it made me happy you know yeah. you know it just it shows you what yeah. it could be like yeah you know very he loves his job yeah loves his job yeah. that's what I try to do you know some of the guys here that's how I try to pick the guys that I have try to do some of our in-house training and, st- and stuff like that I try to pick that guy that I, that is the one that always comes in on time and pays attention to the smaller details that's how I try to make sure that, that that's the guy that I'm going to pick yeah. to help me do some of our in-house training because again that's the, the guy that cares that much is going to make sure that he's getting the right message and sh- showing them the correct way so right yeah that's really good what is the best piece of advice you've received along the same lines it actually came from him he said when you don't love going to work every day or when it becomes a job or something that you don't like maybe it's time to change yeah, that's, you yeah, know, for sure. He, he loved coming to work every day. Yeah. So it, it, it shows yeah. when somebody actually loves being there versus somebody who doesn't want to be there. It's very yeah. hard, you oh, know? Yeah. What is the most important lesson you've learned over your career? There's only so much you can do. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. it's out of your control and you just got to let it go. All right, Kim. Well, thanks again. I really appreciate you taking up the time to uh, come down and sit down and do this interview. It's been, I know, some time in the making. Yes. You know, we've <laughs> talked about this, but right. I really do appreciate you coming out here. And, no and problem. Doing 
house for us. So again, much appreciated and good luck on your all your future endeavors. And you know, thank you. Yeah, hopefully to hear from you soon. You get some more grades. You've got uh, you yes. attained some more of them certifications. So yes, cool. I hope it goes well. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. All right. Well, thanks thank a lot. Thank you. Kim. All, right. all right, that's a wrap.